All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, of course, your host here and, and always, Easy Money Sanders. Of course, got my boy Dupree with me on here tonight. Yeah, man, we back at it. We back Ooh, at hey, it. Boy, I'm telling you, it was been, it felt like it's been a minute, bro. For, for yeah. real. It's been it's been a it's been a hot little second. Had to you know take care of some things and everything. That was all good, man. We back in action. We back yes, in sir. Action. Yes, sir. Man, how you been, bro? How you been since since last time we did all been on here? I've been good, man. This you know we're in the middle of spring practice right now, so we're going through spring ball and everything like that. So that's what's consuming a lot of my time right now going through spring ball and coaching these boys up and everything. So, um, outside of that, man, I've been good. I've been good. Still go- going strong with this 75 hard challenge and everything. I'm really ready for it to be over with, but that's another subject for another day. But I've been, yeah. I've been good. I've been I've been good. It's starting to get warmer up here, so um, I'm happy about that. It's starting to get warmer up here. Oh, yeah, I already know, bro. <laughs> man. Man, but man, we're gonna get right into it because it's it's a lot going on. So it's best time of the year right now. It's one of the another times of the year where everyone is just excited to be a fan of the sport of basketball, man. We're right here doing tourney time. So of course we're gonna get into that, but like always, man, even in the off season, NFL finds a way to always just, you know, make some moves, make some noises. And it's a lot going on in the NFL. Um, but, I mean, right now, it's still kind of early. The draft is about a little over a month away. But right now, we are definitely in this uh, free agency stage. Uh, guys are getting franchise tag, signing big deals, moving to new teams, staying with teams. Uh, man, it's been a lot going on, bro. Uh, what's a couple of uh, free agent signings that – has happened so far that uh, has caught your attention so far before we get into, like, the draft and everything? Uh, well, the first one is is uh, the New England Patriots are making a push. And I'm talking about Bill Belichick has been on the phone calling any and everybody. You got Gianno Smith. You got uh, Hunter, Hunter Henry. You got... Uh, I can't even think of his name now. I just had him in my uh, in Gawkway. Like you, they've they've signed. You get Nelson Aguilar to come up to New England. You get Kendrick Bourne to come to New England. Like the whole New England doesn't have any weapons, and he's getting rid of all that doubt right now. Now Patrick Chung, you know, retiring hurts a little bit as far as you know veteran leadership and things like that, but. The, the Patriots have made a strong, strong push during this free agency. Um, another one is one that happened today. Uh, Juju signing, you know, signing back with, with the Steelers. Not so much the fact that he signed back, but he signed back for one year, $8 million. And reportedly, he turned down way better deals from Baltimore and from Kansas City. So, I mean, I guess it's, you know, he's like, okay, we'll take, you know, we'll give it one more, you know, take another run at it. But that kind of surprised me a little bit to sign for that. I mean, I guess to me that looks like he's, we're going to sign, we're going to do this for one more year, see what happens. And if we don't, if we don't do what we're supposed to do, then I'm gone. Um, I mean, it's been a lot, you know, it may... Emmanuel Sanders, him signing with Buffalo, that's a that's a good pickup for them. You get a number one receiver. Corey Davis leaving and going to the Jets, that surprised me. There's been a lot of moves. Um, but right now, between the New England and really, I think this team is kind of going under the radar with free agency. But the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns have um, – buffed up their defense. They re-signed some guys, signed some guys to some one-year deals. They they buffed up that secondary, which was a big, big issue for them. This past year, they signed John Johnson. They signed Troy Hill, both from uh, L.A., both from the Rams. So 
Now they're their defensive backfield. You got a corner and a safety with a lot of experience that makes some big plays and some big games. So between the Browns and the Patriots, right now they're winning. They're winning free agency in my book. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you with the Patriots. I think, bro. I think this is the uh, the most active I've seen New England in free agency in a, in a long time. I mean, for, for sure, for sure, a, a long time. I haven't seen them be this active in free agency for a minute. Uh, like you, you already mentioned all the guys and the moves that they made for sure. Uh, I like Cleveland too. What they've done as well. Um, man, another team for me. Uh, it's Arizona. Uh, finding finding a way to get JJ Watt there to come join that defense. Uh, getting AJ Green for cheap, basically. Uh, <laughs> so now the weapons that they got at wide receiver uh, with AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, of course Kyler Murray in at quarterback King and Drake. Uh, man, Arizona. Quietly, you know they they made they've made some moves too. Um, King and Drake's he signed with the Raiders. I just oh he oh he's going, oh he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Oh man, and it's Matt Judon signed with the Patriots, not Ngakwe. Ngakwe signed with the Raiders, but yeah, I just okay, found okay. out that King and Drake he signed with the Raiders. I I thought he was still in Arizona too. Man, oh yeah 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 yeah. I went right past it. Definitely, he is with the Raiders now, but. Man, just I mean, Andy Dalton finding his way to get a deal, a, get a little deal in Chicago, um, not knowing their quarterback status. Uh, man, but nah, they're definitely for sure. Uh, New England getting out and and doing everything that they've done definitely uh, makes them makes them definitely the one of the the, the winners for sure um, in free agency. Um, man, I'm trying to think who else, who else, uh, uh, Jacksonville has made a couple of moves quietly. I mean, Marvin Jones, Phil Dorsett, Carlos Hyde, uh, that's, you know, as we also with them getting, having been and getting the number one pick, uh, in the draft, which is assuming they're going to take Trevor Lawrence with that, uh, Washington done a, has done a little bit under the radar stuff too. They signed Curtis Samuel. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is still finding a way to make money in the league. <laughs> Man, what? Uh, <laughs> what? Don't know how he's Four doing six. it, but yeah, don't know how he's doing done. it. But he's doing it. Um, yeah, like you said, with Corey Davis going to the Jets, uh, which in a way kind of surprised me. Uh, then I might have thought that him and the Titans were able to work something out to keep him there. Definitely. Um, and you, you know, another thing that surprised me was was Kansas City letting go of uh, Schwartz and uh, yeah, the two the two offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. I can't even Schwartz. I can't remember my, the other guy. I can't remember his name. But them, you know, releasing that surprised me because I'm I'm not saying that that. If they had the two starters, those two guys in the Super Bowl, that they would have won. But it definitely would have helped <laughs> if they had them. But you go out, you sign Kyle Long, you go out and sign Joe uh, Thune. So I guess you know you you re, you know you re up you know your old line and everything like that. You sign Mike Reimers and everything. But for them to let those two guys go definitely was a shocker for me. Um, but yeah, there's been some moves. There've been some teams that have been very, very active. Um, I know there's some teams that, you know, I know some fan bases are trying to, you know, looking around and trying to figure out why, you know, why they're not making the same moves or why they're not being as aggressive um, in free agency. Um, I know for me, probably, I'm, you know, kind of looking around, like, okay, what's going on with Atlanta? Why isn't Atlanta making, you know, some moves? They signed the. Signed the tight end. They signed Lee Smith. They signed Eric Harris. You know Brandon Copeland. But we got to get some more. You know we got. I feel like we need to make a little bit more moves and everything like that. But um, it's early, and like you said, the draft is coming up. The the uh, one move that really really did surprise me was Patrick Peterson. Man, 
leaving Arizona. Yeah. Now, yeah. And I know we, you know, guys, you know, we have our group messages and everything. And you guys were talking about it. I wasn't able to get in on the conversation. But I really do not. I think he left to go to a worse situation, if, if for lack of a better term, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. Because I think the, with the moves that Arizona made, I think they're a force to be reckoned with in that division for sure now. Um, and I, I, I wish that he could have held on and stayed in Arizona a little bit longer. I've always been a big Pat P fan. I've always argued and thought that Pat P was the best corner in the league. So, so for him to leave for Minnesota with – Everything that Minnesota kind of has going on, you know, they don't really trust Kirk Cousins like that. They got, I mean, with Thielen and Jefferson and Cook, you can't go wrong offensively. And they got some, you know, they have some ballers on defense as well. But I just think Arizona was a better situation, especially if you're talking about trying to win right now. I think Arizona was a better situation. So that surprised me. Maybe Arizona didn't offer them the money that, Minnesota did, you know. I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, so for me with that, it had to be that just because I, I I couldn't see no other reason why he wouldn't be there if they were just saying that they that management down in Arizona just straight up told him like we the future doesn't have you involved with it. <laughs> that's that's the only way I can see him really not being there anymore, and and then. I mean, I guess, you know, if Minnesota was the only team that offered him something or anything like that, I mean, at that point, you know, I guess you take that for how you for how you have to take it and leave, leave it at that. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of strange, man, kind of weird. But, you know, that's – man, the, the, that's the business of it right now in, in the NFL, man. Around this time, uh, a lot of things happen. A lot of things change. Um Cause, like for example, with Juju, man, I thought he was for sure gone out of Pittsburgh, and then he comes right back and signs the, the one year deal with him when he could have went to other teams. Uh, <laughs> that one, that one for sure threw me off. Um, and the thing is, is like we still got a few other like uh, free agents that's we still waiting for to see what's going to happen with them, like uh, uh, Kenny Galladay Kenny and Galladay a couple others. Big boy. You know, waiting, waiting on to see what's going to happen here with him and a, a couple more other free agents that's out there. Seeing what's going to happen right before the draft, or who knows, some moves or something get made during draft day. Um, it's a lot Boston going on needs, already. Yeah, Baltimore needs to be making a push for him. I know we're about to switch, but Baltimore needs to be making a push for for Galladay. Do they do they got the money for him? Because I, I think he wants like. They saying he asking for like eighteen and a half. Ooh, a year? Yeah. Oof, I don't know. If they do, they need to offer it. I don't know what they offer Juju, but they need to do I wanna something. Know I want to know that too. Because, man, I don't know. Because for, for him to not want to go to either one of those situations to stay in Pittsburgh, not saying Pittsburgh is a bad situation either. Uh, they need a they need a run game though. They're not gonna be able yeah. to do anything without a run game. And they lost Bud Dupree, so you lost you lost your running mate. Um, on the other side of T.J. Watt, so it's gonna be. It's, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what Pittsburgh is gonna do, but yeah, it's gonna be we'll gonna be see. interesting to see, man. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, while free agency. It's still gonna be up and going <clears throat> and running because it's, it's gonna continue on even a little bit after the draft too. That's probably when the next a lot of big moves come out and get made. And man, speaking of big names and big moves, man, the, we this this issue that's going on here with um with Houston Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson. Uh, um, right now, just uh, the NFL has just doing an investigation, as they say. Um, with all the um, different um, allegations of sexual misconduct that's uh, been brought out 
uh, on Deshaun Watson. Um, man, I know it's, this is a sensitive subject, and you know, I know we we both have to be careful on um, what we what to say, or you know, what we doing, or what to, yeah, what to say about the you know situation and everything like that. Um, how do you how do you think the league is handling this? Uh, Watson's camp camp and the Houston Texans. I think as far as Deshaun Watson's camp, I think they're handling it the right way. I believe that when when the first allegation first came out, Deshaun was right on top of it. Put out a statement on Twitter. You know, it's, you know, stay, you know, these are not true. Um, you know, I'm stepping out in front of it, you know, to clear my name. I've never, you know, never, you know, done anything harm, you know, done harm to a woman or anything like that. So I want to come out and say that this stuff is false and I'm going to fight it. Um, I think the Texans are handling it, you know, they're handling it the best way they can as well. It's, it's, it's tough because it's ongoing. You, you, you. You don't know until you know, if, if that makes sense. Like, right. you know, this stuff with Ray Rice came out. It was like, that happened with, like, what happened with Ray Rice? And then you see the videos, like, okay, well, that happened. Kareem Hunt, the same thing. You know, what happened? And then, you know, you see the videos, like, okay, well, he did, you know, he did do that. So, um, personally, I don't believe that Deshaun Watson is, it would, is that type of guy would do something like that. But... You never know. You have to be mindful that, you know, we don't, you know, we don't know what's going on with these guys behind closed doors and everything like that, how they conduct themselves and everything. But um, uh, you kind of just have, you got to wait. You got to wait and see, you know, it's ongoing. More and more women are coming out, which kind of makes it, which doesn't help the situation at all. And, you know, it makes it, makes it, makes it worse. So, I'm hoping that it's not true. I just, you know, I'm hoping that it's not true. I hope that this isn't, you know, this is not true, that he didn't do the things that he's being accused of. I mean, he can go on about his life and everything because, you know, stuff like this, man, ruin, you know, ruins guys' lives, ruins guys' careers and things of that nature. So um, if it's not true, I hope that it comes out that, you know, it's not true. And the women that are accusing him of that, if it, is, if it isn't true, um, we gotta, we gotta do something. You know, we gotta try to figure out a way to, <laughs> from keeping stuff like that from, you know, from happening. But if it is true, then he deserves to go, be, you know, arrested, and you know, go through, you know, go through the due diligence of, you know, court and all that type of stuff. So we'll see, man. We just gotta keep, we gotta keep, you know, rolling. It's just unfortunate with everything that he has going on in his career. Him trying to make a move and get away from Houston and all that type of stuff. That's a this is an added distraction now to himself and to the Texans organization, which hasn't looked good over the past. I want to say three months, three four months. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm really feeling the same way about it. I mean, I think everybody's doing the best that they can with with the situation and what and what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, everybody's taking the right necessary steps. No one is going overboard or uh, making any pre assumptions. They're just going with what they know so far, and which is the same thing as what everyone else knows that you know. There's been uh, these. Uh, I don't want to even say the word allegations, but you know. These these stories have come out. Um, these women have, you know, said what they said, said their piece, and as more if more and more is, is coming along, then you know, we you just have to respect that that more and more is coming along. And um you just have to, you know, take that take that with a grain of salt. Um like we said, never never met Deshaun Watson, you know, never you know, seen him in person, anything like that, never spoke to him, but, and we, you know, like I said, we don't know what a person does or go through 
uh, on the inside internally, um, but on the outside, outside of the surface, uh, man, he's always been well liked, and he, meaning Deshaun Watson, he's always been well liked, uh, well mannered, very humble. You know, seems like a very respectable guy, um, a caring guy, lovable guy. Um, so I'm right there with you. I'm hoping that you know that this is not was really going on but you know if if this is the case then you know you know the consequences has to be has to be you know you gotta read what you sow basically um so i don't know it's just you know like i say it's, it's a tough it's a sticky situation just because of everything that is going on we know that we know that uh watson wants out of houston um, and it's just all of this is just what's what's going on. It's just kind of tough to to gauge where to take this. Um, but just hopefully, you know, just hopefully that you know everything gets handled under control and um, everything that's right comes out right. Nothing that's been hopefully nothing that's come out now is false or. <laughs> This could this could really get ugly, um, either way. So that's the that's the that's the crazy thing about it. So you know, um, we just we just have to continue to wait and see. That's really all we can do is just wait and see on that situation, man. And um, you know, hopefully it, it works out in the end for whichever side. Uh, man, so moving on though to the to the big to the big thing going on right now. Across the world, man. March Madness, the NCAA tournament, uh, kicked off the day, and <laughs> we've already had a crazy day <laughs> man. In, in the in the tournament, man. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get right into it. The biggest upset of the day so far, uh, definitely 15 C Oral Roberts, um, defeating the number two seed Ohio State over in the in the uh, South region, um, in overtime. Man, I mean, I think that's that was I think that was uh I think they, I think they said that was Oral Roberts' first uh tournament win since nineteen seventy four. Yeah. Uh first tournament win for them since nineteen seventy four, and that's the I believe they said it's the ninth time that a fifteen seed has beaten uh a two seed. Uh man, what was your reaction to that? Because I think that was like one of the first games of the of the day. Yeah, that was a it was an earlier game, I believe. The game was over around six o'clock, something like that. But man, I mean, I saw I saw a, I saw a, a stat that was saying ninety five percent of the brackets are no longer perfect now after that after that upset. Ninety five percent, five percent of the brackets. So it was like a hundred thousand, maybe a hundred or five thousand, I believe. Brackets were still perfect after that, after that upset, which just goes to show you, you know, how many millions of brackets are made during this, you know, during the month of March. And you're talking about only five percent now are are still perfect after that. Yeah, I watched the end of the game, so they went. I watched the end of the game. Um, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't overtime. No. But it reminded me, I watched the ending of the Big Ten Championship game when Ohio State played Illinois. Mm-hmm. And it looked like the same thing. Ohio State, they missed some, they missed some free throws, um, missed a couple shots down the stretch. In that, late in that Illinois game, they had a couple turnovers that – that ended up costing them the game. And the same thing happened in this game against Oral Roberts. They had some key missed free throws, had a good look at the end to tie the game up at a three um, with their best player. He's ended up missing. They just down the stretch didn't make the plays that Oral Roberts did. Didn't know that Oral Roberts had the top, you know, the leading scorer in the nation on their squad. So that helps when you have the leading scorer in the nation on your squad, you know, playing ball and everything. But it's – when I was doing my bracket, I was telling uh, one of the coaches, "You always, you always gotta 
you always pick a couple upsets, but you always got to pick one where you like no one would expect you know that team to to lose. And uh, I didn't pick the right one. <laughs> and and another ninety five percent of the country that did it, or I almost said the country, the world that did it, didn't pick the right upset. So I you know I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know. That's that's March Madness, though. That's the definition of it. That's why it's called March Madness. It's because that's what it is. Now watch Oral Roberts win in the next round and end up in the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> Hey, man, hey, they do that. And I know at that point, no one's going to have a perfect bracket because there ain't no way. Uh, unless you go to school at Oral Roberts, there's no way you put them in Sweet 16. <laughs> where, where is Oral Roberts? Uh, that's, it's, that's it's, a it's, it is in, uh, it's actually, it's a private university. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's one of those, uh, who can I compare them to? Um, it's 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 like one of those universities, but like they're they're big on like religion. So kind of like a Belmont or okay, okay, Lipscomb or something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Lipscomb. Yeah. So yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, bro. Yeah, Oklahoma. <laughs> Tulsa. All the way out there in Indian, take out the number two seed, bro. But yeah. That's that's really what killed Ohio State, man. Sixteen turnovers. Um, they only hit half of their free throws. Nine out of eighteen. I mean, you go double digit in turnovers and only make half your free throws. It's not too many times you're gonna win anyway. Um, so that's 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 the thing with that. Um, and man, like you said, trying to trying to. When you're trying to pick out the brackets, you be trying to find the upsets. And you know, normally the upset always comes in the five twelve matchup. Like them. Yep. That's you know, that's like it's almost it's to the point now it's almost a given that a five twelve a twelve is gonna be the five. Like I think in the I wanna say in the nineteen in the twenty nineteen tournament, I wanna say three out of the four matchups for the five twelve. I think the twelve won three out of those four. So it's like it's almost a given that you know, like you gotta pick a twelve, you just gotta figure out who it is. Uh which which was what happened with Oregon State. Oregon State was twelve seed, ended up beating Tennessee and I mean I mean the score shows for show to show them that they won by fourteen, but honestly, man, it was Yeah, I should have known better. It was really worse than that, you know. Yeah. Normally, you, you you see it you see it in a five twelve, um, the six eleven sometimes, and and and, and the thirteen even catches a four every now and again. Uh, but it's so it's so rare, it's so rare for the fifteen seed to get to get the two because yeah, you know, uh, outside of outside of what was that twenty eighteen outside of eighteen where uh, UMBC upset Virginia as a one seed, it's you know, you almost saying you almost guaranteeing that the one and the two seed at least are gonna make it to the round of thirty two automatically. You almost banking to put them in the sweet sixteen depending on who they're playing in the matchups and everything like that. But when you see when you see a one, two, even a three seed go down in the first round that man, that 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 changes the whole dynamic of, of everything. So, um, man, that's 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 crazy. That the, especially if I say with the fifteen C being the two C, man, it's just it's so rare that it happens. So you don't you don't really see it you don't really see it coming. Um, and then speaking of going back to Tennessee, bro. Speaking of Tennessee, how? I don't, I don't. I really don't understand what happened with them because they they started off the season so hot. They went. I think they were like ten and one, and then they went like they play like five hundred ball the rest of the way. Um, that that team had a lot of hype around them, and I don't know that they did. They just run into a hot team in Oregon State because they did ended up winning. I think Oregon State ended up winning the Pac-12 tournament. So it wasn't more so they just ran into the the, the, the hot team and they. They were just the better team than them today. Man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> stop betting on Tennessee. Sorry, Boos. No <sighs> dog. But mm, stop betting on Tennessee, man. They just 
They start off hard, and this is football, too. Tennessee, oh, they look like this. Tennessee this, and Tennessee that. This, this, and that. And then when you expect them, okay, well, let's see what they got. Here we go. Good old UT Knox again. So, I don't know. I think, you know, they might have just ran into a hot team. I think, I think there's, like, who, I can't remember who Georgetown is playing tomorrow, but, like, whoever plays Georgetown, they're running into a hot team. So, that's, I mean, sometimes that's what happens. You just, you, you, you get a good, a bad matchup where you run into, yeah, you're a higher seed, but you run into a team that, Rolled through the conference tournament, you know, ended the season strong. Rolled through the conference tournament, won the conference tournament, and now they're heading into the into the tourney playing their best ball. There's really nothing you can do when the team is on the road and they're feeling good and playing good and in the rhythm. And sometimes it just happens, and it is what it is. Um, and then to go to your point, the last time a two seed lost to a fifteen was uh, when our Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Went on and uh, knocked off Tom Izzo in Michigan State Ooh. a few Ooh. years back. Dang. Great time. Great time in MTSU what a, history. What a time. Great time in MTSU history. <laughs> so I had to go ahead and throw that out there real quick. What a time. So, what a time. But, yeah, man, you know, I think, I, you know, that could have been what happened. I didn't watch the game, the UT game, so I don't know. I don't know what happened, but that could have been that, man. You know, you just, you just run into a hot team and. Sometimes it, it happens. I, I, be completely honest, I got Georgetown going to the Sweet 16. I think they're hot right now. Ooh. I got them I, in my bracket. I got them going to the Sweet 16. Just, be, just because of what you said, they're hot. You come off, you win, you win. They were, I believe they were eight seed in the Big East, in the Big East tournament, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they were. They were the eight seed. <laughs> yeah, and they come off and, and win the tournament, and now you're going into tomorrow. It's like, I don't, I don't know, you know. Big Pat Ewing, he got them boys playing some some good basketball right now. So that's not a team I would be wanting to play if I was, you know, if I was in the tournament. So that could have just been what happened, man. But I'm not um, – I should have known better to pick yeah. UT. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, shout out uh, – speaking of, you know, we mentioned MT – in the conference USA, man, shout out to shout out to North Texas. Um, yeah, they yeah. got the upset, they got the upset dub tonight, uh, taking out four C Purdue. Yeah, um, that's another one that blew up my bracket. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't see I didn't see that one coming. I kind of looked at it though. I kind of looked at it and it was like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got them though. Just just because like the thing about it is. Uh, when I make this comparison, for me, the Big Ten, they remind me of like they remind me of like the SEC when it comes to like basketball. Yeah, it's kind of man. They they so they so deep. The conference is so deep. It's probably honestly one of the best, if not the best, conference in college basketball. And they you know they so busy beating up on each other that you know. Man, they can mess around and, and, and lose to anybody within those first couple rounds. That's that's why I like when I saw North Carolina's playing Wisconsin, I was like, oh, oh dear God, we're going to get our ass handed. You know, some some of those things, they ready. They're like, man, I don't have to play in my conference anymore. I can play a team that really don't know much about me. And I can just make a run for just one good game. That's all I really need is to always have one good game. Each and uh, every other night, and it, it can make a difference. Um, so I'm really not surprised that like some of these like you know some of these Big Ten teams are getting put out early. Um, in a way, I mean, because it's 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 almost like it's it's bound to happen. Like because it's really it's like the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and then it's kind of been everybody else this season. And then if you want to throw in Gonzaga, they're like you know. I don't know. They almost like in a league of their own. Yeah. Right now. Um for real. So Yeah. And that's um, I, I had a I was having a discussion. I I'm curious to see what you think with some of the other coaches on the staff, man. And they were saying that I told them, I said that the Big Ten is more of a basketball conference. 
like you would agree that SEC is a football conference. I said the Big Ten is a is a basketball conference, and they were like, mm, I don't know about that. And I say, okay, Ohio State basketball, you know, I'm pretty good. Michigan basketball, you're pretty good. Purdue basketball, you know, you're pretty good. Indiana, when they're hot, Indiana's a blue blood. They're normally pretty good. Michigan State is another one. Maryland has come along. There is a lot of, is a lot, like you said, it's Wisconsin. Now you get add Illinois into the mix. These schools in the Big Ten are a lot, the, the basketball-wise, the conference, the Big Ten is way deeper than it is in football. In football, you have Ohio State, you have Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and outside of that, that's it. Basketball, that's you got a lot. You add another two or three teams to that to that equation every year with basketball. I think like the Big Ten has nine teams, if I'm not mistaken, eight or nine teams in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't you can't tell me that the Big Ten is not a basketball conference, man. They, I mean, even even Rutgers is yeah, got yeah, in this Rutgers year. Yeah, Rutgers is in it. Yeah, like. Yeah. The the Big Ten, Iowa is good at basketball. Like, right. You know, so um, I definitely agree with you. you. You know, they beat up on each other and everything like that. You get attorney time and sometimes it's, it's just too much. It's just too much. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I ain't going to tell you who, who I have winning the national championship just yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll let it. We'll let it play out a little bit more yeah, yeah, yeah. before sure. I reveal all that. But yeah, no, um, for, for sure. For sure. So, uh, good segue here. We're going to move on to that. So, one one quick question, and this is really pertaining to um, Gonzaga, because I believe that they are still undefeated. I don't think they've lost the game yet. Yeah, they're still undefeated. Will they at least... To answer this question for me, do you have them at least making it to the Final Four? Let me... Off the top of my head, I do not believe so. On my brain. <laughs> let me, let me, let me make sure. Let me make sure. Giving unmatched control and rideability. Nope. I got Gonzaga ah. making it to the Elite Eight, ah. and then losing. Yeah, it's. I, I just, I, I just wonder how it's gonna go for them because I mean the thing is, is like they played, they played the two seed, the three seed, and the four seed all this year. So they play Iowa. Um, they play Iowa, Kansas, and Virginia all this year, and I mean, and they whooped up on them each time. But you know. It's, it's it's hard to see what can happen with them, you know. Come come tournament time, uh, I don't know. I think they're in the league in their own, but you know. But uh, right now, just just give me who you got in the final four. Right now, my bracket in the final four, I have the Michigan Wolverines. I have the Fighting Illini of the University of Illinois. I have the Baylor Bears. And then I got my Kansas Jayhawks in the Final Four. Uh Just to give you a little insight, that's who I have being Gonzaga. I have Kansas being Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. But, yeah, I got Kansas, Michigan, Baylor, and, and Illinois in the Final Four. So, um, yeah, I just Kansas is just a little bit of a homer pick, but I, I I don't see I don't know, man. I'm the reason why I'm never high on Gonzaga. They just don't they, they Gonzaga is a good a great basketball program. Do not get me wrong, but. You know, they, they're never really tested until the tournament. So then when they get tested in the tournament, that's the first time really, really having a test against the elite of elite teams in college basketball. You know, and then they, you know, they don't know. Sometimes they don't know how to handle it. It, it is what you playing against 
guys that are just as big, just as strong, just as fast, athletic as you. Because their conference, I mean, they play the West Coast Conference. Can you name another team other than Gonzaga in that conference? Uh, um, man. I'm thinking, uh-huh. but I, I don't. I have no clue. The only other team I can think of is um, dang, I just had to St. Mary's. So it's like the only other team because that's usually the only team that can get them, you know, some type so of it, comp. See, and other than that, saying? they whooping everybody else. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I just I, I I'm always going to take the battle tested team over over Gonzaga. I'm just I just am, regardless if they make the national championship or not. Wherever I'm going to take the battle tested team because they've they've been in the situations they've been and they've played better competition throughout the year. So, um, but yeah, I was I was some of my piece I was a little iffy about as far as uh, with the with the with the final four and everything like that. But I do, I do think that you have three of the three of the four one seeds. In the final four, I don't think all four would get there. Oh no, no, no! Did, all, all four is not gonna get there. Uh, and I, I was iffy about having three of them in there because that might be too many. Yeah, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, well, before I say that breaking news, speaking of Rutgers, they just upset Clemson, and that's great because that's just busting. That's a, see, you know what? I'm also just throw this bracket away. That's another <laughs> one. I don't know why I picked Clemson, but I picked them. And of course they blew it too. They blew it too. So I just once again just throw my whole bracket away. Yeah. It, I, honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I cheated, bro. I didn't even really make me an official bracket. I just picked the final four because I it just it was just too unpredictable this year. Um, just the fact that some some teams have played so many games and some haven't. Do it with COVID and everything like that. So I just, man, I, I, I had, I couldn't, I really couldn't even pick every game like that because I'd be so frustrated, like how you sounded right now. Which even if I did, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I probably would have picked Clemson over Rutgers too, and I'd be feeling the same way that you feeling. Yeah, um, for sure. Because <laughs> yeah, but. For for my final four, I'm going with I went with Baylor um, out of to get out of the South. Um, I went with Michigan out in the East, um, and then I went Gonzaga out in the West, and in the Midwest I went with Houston. Okay, I went with Houston to go to the Cougars. Yeah, went from Houston to go to the Final Four because I, I was sitting there, I was going along, I was like, man, all all the forties one seeds ain't gonna make it because it's just, I mean, history just shows that it's just not gonna happen because I think the last time all one seeds made it to the Final Four was two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, UCLA, Memphis, Kansas, and. Whoever the other number one seed was, that's like the last time all four number one seeds made it to the final four. So it's just, it's just bound to not happen. And I think the reason why I now I'm now the other number one seed that I'm not really a hundred percent with either is Michigan, just because of the different matchups that they can run into. Um, I mean, even right in the second round, if they run into if they run into LSU, that could be trouble for them. Yeah, uh, if they run into Florida State or if Georgetown is still hot, who knows? Uh, and then Alabama, who was probably they were probably running up probably Alabama was the best best team in the SEC this year. Um, that won't be that won't be easy, and just depending on if they get uh, Isaiah Livers back. Um, yeah. I know he's been out for a minute, so if they get him back, then I might feel a little bit better. I know he's not playing. I don't, I don't think he's playing in the first round game, which they won't need him for Texas Southern. I'm not trying to disrespect Texas Southern, but you know, they probably won't need him for that game. But after that, it'd be hard to you know hard to see how far they could go. 
without without Isaiah Livers. So yeah, if if he can if he can get back, then I'm, I might feel a little bit better. But if not, I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama end up taking their spot in the Final Four. And I'm right there with you. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Gonzaga slipped up and lost to either Iowa or Kansas. I, I can I can see that because. Uh, I can. I don't really see them losing to anyone else on that top side of their bracket. I mean, I think they can take care of Oklahoma or Missouri. They can take care of Creighton. I think they can even take care of of Virginia, even though they're gonna be they're gonna be tough to beat just because of how mentally tough that they can be um, with Coach Bennett. But I think they can take care of their top half. It's just whether when they run into Iowa or Kansas, because mm-hmm. that's that's not gonna be easy. Um, at all, and even though, like I said, the history of it with them playing already this year, and, and yeah, they dominated against Iowa, Kansas, and West, and Virginia. I mean, that was back then. This is now, <laughs> so things can change. Stuff can happen. Uh, this is man, all, all all the stuff just you know, none of none of that really matters because now you're just playing. It's just one game. It don't matter about the record, your seeding, where you stand at, how did you get here? Like you're there. So, man, it's just a crazy time of the year, but it's a fun time of the year. Yeah. Uh, any any games on tap that you tomorrow that uh you kind of interested in that you you gonna try to make sure you have your your your, your eyes glued to that for? Uh, definitely that that I want Georgetown, Georgetown yeah. in Colorado, just because okay. I want to see Georgetown. Um, I definitely be looking into that game. Obviously, uh, as I said earlier, Rochalk Jayhawk. So, um, they play tomorrow at one fifteen. Um, so the Kansas, Kansas East, Eastern Washington, um, Georgetown, Colorado. Now, I'm, I'm absolutely really interested because the. The SEC this year, as far as basketball-wise, has been pretty good. So I'm interested to see what Alabama does, what LSU does. Arkansas won today. Um, you saw the Tennessee loss and everything. But seeing what some of these SEC schools do. Um, and, and then one more that I'm really, really looking at. Um, I picked the field. You know, Michigan State and UCLA had a play-in game. The winner played BYU. And I picked mm-hmm. the field. I picked whoever – Whoever won that game, I'm I'm picking to beat BYU. So um, that UCLA, I think BYU kind of got a a bad draw when you you're the sixth seed and you got to play in. You know, you're playing against a, a play in, and it's Michigan State or UCLA. That's that's uh that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about two blue blood programs as a as a as a play in game, and you got to play them now. So. Um, hey man, that game was crazy. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, Yo. yeah. So, um, but yeah, can't watch you know a Kansas game, George, Georgetown, and then just these SEC schools, the Alabama, um, and LSU tomorrow. See what see what they see what they do. See if they can keep on. You know, Alabama won the won the big. Oh, Missouri's playing tomorrow as well too. That's another one. But you know, it's, Alabama won the. The SEC tournament, so seeing if they can carry on that momentum and everything. This is the first time I've, I don't know, this is the first time in my lifetime, if I'm maybe that I'll remember seeing Alabama be good at basketball. So um, this will be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. There'll be more upsets tomorrow, though. There'll be more stuff that, you know, more people's brackets will go to hell. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, for me, the game, one of the games from artists that got for me is going to be uh, Virginia and Ohio, just because, okay. uh, just because of wanting to see where Virginia is, both mentally and physically. They hadn't played in, I think, in like over a week or two weeks, because I mean, they had the, they had the game in ACC tournament where they had the game winner against Syracuse. And uh, and then they had to they had to basically force themselves out of the tournament due to uh, COVID and all the protocols and everything with that the health and safety uh, stuff. And they they hadn't played since then, and they were 
wasn't quite sure if, you know, they were going to be good enough to where they've been quarantined into where they could even be in the tournament. Um, they're here now, and if they, from what I was told, from what I was, what I saw, uh, if they make it through, I think they got to take two more tests all together. If they're fine with that, then they can have their shoot around uh, tomorrow, tomorrow morning or afternoon, however it's going to be, and then they play that game against Ohio. So if all goes well, uh, I'm interested to see how how they're gonna how they're gonna look, and also um, another game. Uh, it's, ironically, it's a it's a it's a two fifteen matchup. We mentioned Alabama before. Um, them going against Iona, who is led by none other than Coach Rick Pitino. Um, yeah. So we know how he can get in the tournament. So. You know, I I, I think our Alabama players are better than than his, but it's you know interesting to see. We hadn't seen Rick Pitino in a in a tournament in a, in a long time, and also just for me too, just watching the Big Twelve team. Like how you watching the SEC teams? I'm watching the Big Twelve team. So Kansas, Texas, um, Oklahoma, while they're playing against Missouri. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, Baylor, Baylor won today. Who, who else on the Big 12 play? Oklahoma State, uh, had they had some trouble, but they came back and won today. Uh, West Virginia is playing right now. Um, because I, I think they're like the next, they're like the next conference right after the Big 10, where they just they 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 have a lot of heavy hitters too, and they they got like their normal. Teams is there: uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. That's uh, one seed. So, interested to see what what'll happen there. Um, you kind of already went on the list. I was gonna say I was gonna ask you if you had an upset, mom, but you already you already picked Georgetown to get Colorado. Yeah, Georgetown to get Colorado, and then I can I can I can see that happening. I'm not even gonna lie; I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Um, I say I'm gonna say watch out for Drake against USC. Okay. I'm gonna say watch out for Drake against USC just because I mean uh shout out to Syracuse. Once it once again they find a way to get into a tournament and then once they get in they at least win one. <laughs> I don't think Syracuse ain't been one and done in a long time. They 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 be so weird and so inconsistent all up and down the regular season. Then they get to the tournament. They at least find a way to get you around the thirty-two. Man, it's that zone, man. I pick I pick Syracuse. I picked them to win tonight. They're they holding to it, but that zone is different. When you don't play against that zone like that, you don't know yeah. what to do. And then shooters too. So, like man, now Syracuse is is never. Never, never out of it. That's how. I, that's how I feel about North Carolina. I, you know, they lost today, but normally, you know, North Carolina they can go. You know, they might not have too hot of a season. And when it comes to tourney time, I'm never counting out North Carolina and Roy Williams. Never, I'm never counting them out because they can. They get in that tournament, and all bets are off. It's, it's go time now, and they get on the roll, and here they come. Here come. Good old eight seed North Carolina in the Elite Eight all of a sudden, or the <laughs> Final Four. <laughs> so, so I would not, you know, I would not be surprised. Facts, man. But let's see. I think we've been going for a good little minutes. So we can go ahead here and wrap this up, bro. Man, this was this is good to get back and just to just get back in the swing of it and get to talking. It's, we're gonna probably have more to talk about tomorrow and the next the, going into the next week and everything as we get ready for the round of thirty two of the Sweet Sixteen. It's gonna be crazy because before we know it, bro, the, the, the tournament is here and it's gonna be gone. Like, that quick. That's what's, that's what's so crazy about it. It's gonna be. It's like. We wait for this moment, and then before you know it, like, we getting ready for the Final Four. <laughs> and, then, and then the season is over with. And we're like, yep. dang, let's, like, can we do this again? But, man, you got uh, any 
Any shout outs or anything you want to say, bro, before we go ahead and wrap it up? Yeah, man. Always, always shout out to the man above for um, watching over myself and uh, you, Sanders, you know, allowing us to do this, be on this platform and to do what we do. Um, shout out. We'll make a quick shout out to the women's militancy, women's basketball team for making the tournament, winning winning conference USA, winning the tourney and getting to the getting to the dance. Um I will make a comment real quick about, you know, all the things I know you've been seeing the Sanders, everything that's going on with just comparing with the women's tournament, you know, the the conditions and everything that the women's tournament what they get versus the men's. Um, that's something that's got to get taken care of, man. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. It's when you see, it, it's 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 just a difference. And and anybody that anybody that says that there isn't a difference or there shouldn't be a change is, is blind, and they need to be. They need I don't know. They need to be checked out because the stuff that I've seen just today by the swag bags and the weight rooms and the meals and stuff. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. They're college athletes, though. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how it's, but they, there's got, the NCAA's got to make a change. But shout out to MTSU. Uh, good luck to the women's team as they, you know, they go on their journey and everything like that. They're playing, uh, they're playing UT Knox. They're playing Tennessee. Um, shout out to my folks, friends and family everywhere. Um, and everything like that. I, I said this before, and I say it again. I'm just happy to be back. Happy to be back on here. Um, just continue, you know. Everybody, continue to stay safe. Wear your mask. We are still in the pandemic. I know people are getting the vaccines and everything, but we're still in the pandemic, so we need to continue to operate and act like we are. Um, and uh, peace, love, and tranquility, man. Keep chasing the. Keep chasing your purpose. That's it. Amen. Man, for sure, man. Shout out. Shout out to the big man upstairs. Without him, of course, none of this is possible. Man, bro, big thanks to you for always coming up here and joining, joining with me, bro, on the show whenever you can, bro. Um, we man, we're both two busy people. <laughs> um, so anytime that we can find a time <laughs> to do this, bro, like it's always for sure, always love. Definitely, cause Man, we be nah, we for real. Man, you be ripping and running, bro, for sure. <laughs> man, on the go, on the go, man. But it is what it is, man. We got to get it done. Yes, sir. Done. Yes, sir, man. Always shout out to Mama and Papa Sanders. Um, uh, back home in Memphis, man. Like you said, big shout out to the to the MT Women's Basketball Team. Good luck doing what y'all had to do, man. Um. Uh, Man, big shout out, big shout out to my old high school coach, his son, my old, my old, my coach, man, Sid Miller, my son, his son, um, Lil Cam, man, I remember him when he was like a little, little grasshopper, he, he in high school, friend of graduate now, he actually playing for uh, Memphis Academy Health and Science School, they are in the state tournament championship game, I forgot who they gonna be playing, but boy, big shout out to you, my boy, uh, can't wait to see what decision he makes. Far as where he gonna play college ball at? Cause he a beast, man. Look him up, okay. Cameron Miller. Cameron are they still Miller, playing? Yeah. Uh, are they playing in in the Murphy? Or are they doing? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. They yeah they still doing um they still doing the state basketball tournament in the Murphy. Okay, uh, okay, okay. That's cool. from from what I what I found out is they're gonna actually start doing the state football tournament now. I mean the state state uh game for football. I think it's gonna be in Chattanooga now. Oh really? Okay. Uh, I think they just recently voted on it a few days ago. I think it's gonna be in Chattanooga. I don't know when. I have to look that back up again with TWSWA, but I don't think it's not gonna be in Cookville anymore. I think they're gonna have it in Chattanooga. But um man, yeah, continue to protect yourselves, man. Be safe out here. You know, we like you said, bro, we still out here in the pandemic. Ain't, ain't much change. It, it may feel like things will change, but ain't, ain't that much change, man. Um, prayers to everybody out in Atlanta um, with the nonsense that went down with that. Um, man, man. Just, you know, it's never good to see anyone, no matter what race, what color you are, just to lose their life senselessly. Uh, it's just never a good feeling. 
uh, for sure. So definitely prayers to the city and everybody out that way, uh, for sure, going through what they're going through. Uh, no means no. No means no. Ooh, man. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. Because <laughs> I don't even want to go back on that. But, yeah, that's all I'm saying on that, man. And, um, man, yeah, man, just stay blessed, man. Y'all stay focused. Continue to do what y'all doing, man. We 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 already through almost one quarter of the, of the year, man, for real. It just seemed like 2021 just got here. It's crazy. And we already halfway through March. So, man, for sure, if you, you ain't out here, you know what I'm saying, being motivated to go get on your grind, man, go do it. All right, for real. Go do it. Go do that ASAP. Man, so, of course, like, subscribe, listen to the Easy Money Sports Podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, man, follow the Instagram, follow the Twitter. Uh, and it's just, it's just, you know, a good, a good time right now for sure. With everything that's going on, especially with the tournament. Um, and man, y'all just, you know, continue to love yourself, love your loved ones, man. And like my boy Dupree said, man, preach love and tranquility. Once again, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.